back to hello, talk hello. about everything amazing under the sun. And we also have Tamari. Tamari T. Hey, how y'all Electric Company here today as well. And we have some jam-packed music today because it's still Women's International History. Wait, I'm, I'm saying this backwards. International <laughs> History Month? Is it International Women's History Month? I think so. I thought it was just International Women's Month or something like that. I think it's Women's History, too. All of that. Look, all of that. that And today we will be talking about all of the goodness, graciousness of women and playing some Rihanna along with tons of underground music from women who I've been playing over the past three years, three or four years, um, on my vlog show, Gone Radio Show. So... And we're going to have a live performance from Tamari that I'm very hey. excited for. He's one of those type of people that when you see him perform, it really just, you get the chills. You know, it's it's a very mesmerizing performance, and our live stream will be hooked up. So you guys can check that out from Facebook on the Nitty's Knocker page, or you'll be able to look on my Instagram live video at Nitty's Knocker. We're going to have all of that fun stuff going today. Entertainment wise, we're just gonna talk about Jay Z and Beyonce just being moguls. No, we're not <laughs> just gonna talk about Jay Z and Beyonce being moguls. They they do it well. They do everything the way that um, I love for them to, to do. Let's let's say Jay Z and Beyonce both for president. You know, right? Like we might have a great life if if something like that. That would be amazing. Yeah, and our main topic today i kind of took politics out politics is kind of a here or there type of thing but something really critical going on which it always is but you know we're trying to keep it good and happy in here it's not too much happiness in politics you know so we will be talking about communication barriers and how to get over those obstacles how to jump over those hurdles um so i'm very very excited that but I want to go ahead and get the music started and in about 10 minutes we'll come back and we'll talk music and art and love and happiness and Beyonce <laughs> all of that all of that <laughs> so the first song I'm going to play is from my homegirl Maya from St. Louis this song is called Full of Love uh, it's one of the first songs that I've ever put on my nitpicks. So I'm pretty much going from the top of my nitpicks playlist down to the bottom with women's music today. So without further ado, here's Maya Sherelle, Full of Love, right here on Nitty Snacker. In a second, I was getting my juke on, unfortunately. <laughs> but here's Full of Love by Maya Sherelle, right here on Nitty Snacker.
miss you, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you. You know you Shit. 
second song was by a beer fresh out of and Ilmine. Ilmine is the producer behind that amazing track. He took her vocals and they created uh, a masterpiece if I can say. You know that song. That's a song that gives me chills. And if you guys want to know where you can find this song it's on my nitpicks playlist on SoundCloud. You just look up Nitty's Knocker on SoundCloud and go to the nitpicks playlist. It has tons of music from all over the world from people who have made me get chills. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of chills. (laughs) Hi again, Tamari. Hey, how you doing? Give me... No, we're going to wait to do that. I'd like to do that a little later. I think I know where you're about to go with that. Yeah, like give me that (laughs) that rundown of of you, but I don't want to do that just yet. I just want them to hear your voice and Catch your presence a little bit more. I can dig it. So, how do you feel about Beyonce? Mm. She cool. Like, like what you mean? Um, Hold on, wait, look right. <laughs> Let me gear up. <laughs> you know, um, I don't follow Beyonce that much, but I think she, you know, she's a great artist. I like some of her songs, you know. I don't know all of them. And um, <laughs> y'all don't got too much to say about Beyonce, but I like her. She's a beautiful, you know, woman. Okay, well, how do you feel about Eric Badu? Yeah, nah. Now you're another question. Yeah, that's a, you know, Erica Badu, actually, I love Erica Badu. Not saying I don't love Beyonce, but I love Erica Badu in a different way. Um, 
If you can she, say a color for Erica Badu, what would her color be? What's her aura? Mm, she'd get like a gold color. Ooh. Yeah. Why? Because that's what I feel like. That's her presence. Even in her music, mm-hmm. where she sing, the way she like produce, bring it out, she take you somewhere. Like you going out of space somewhere. Gold. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. When you think about Beyonce, what what color do you see? Chantel. I think I see the color purple. I was thinking more purple when he said when you said Erica Badu actually. I was like thinking gold and purple both of them. Like. Yeah. Royal I colors. definitely yeah. see purple with her. Definitely. I think purple is the color, color of a goddess. I definitely think she uh, portrays that presence. So I'd give her the color purple for sure. Like a shimmery purple though. Not Me like you shall never part. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you just caught a lyric and Hmm? <laughs> I saw what you did there. <laughs> it, was, it was cool though, right? It kind of. Yeah. She said, "Huh? <laughs> I mean, right? No, that wasn't cool. I thought it was kind of cool. Like you know, me and you. It, it almost didn't get caught. It didn't get caught, but I caught it. So you get a little credit. For okay, that. <laughs> cool. I like that. I like that. But yes, Beyonce and Jay Z will be uh, having a tour. You know, yes. they just did this. The most recent thing they've done was the. Remix or um, not remix, but the pretty much like rap song on DJ Khaled's project, mm-hmm. um, where Jay Z and Beyonce, who else was on there? Future, and Future. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know she outshined them very well, but it's I'm kind of curious as to what else they'll be doing. You know, because they're having a, a show like a tour, nah. so are they going to drop any little projects in between? Or I, I will say this about Beyonce: she's funny, like she's hilarious. Like, for the worst, yeah. no. For so the whole like Tiffany Haddish thing. <laughs> so <laughs> Tiffany Haddish did an interview, and like you know she kind of uncouth, like she, she ghetto. So she's telling a reporter, like, oh yeah, we talked, yeah, we definitely touched on that. Yeah, so like she um, talking about like what happened to this party, you know, like whatever happens at the party, kind of like it's like an unspoken rule that you just don't speak about what happens at Hollywood parties, you know, like sometimes they even like sign like documents saying you can't talk about what happened here. So Tiffany is going on about how like Beyonce got upset at some other celebrity and like pushed her or whatever. (laughs) So like in that song, the new one, she was like, um, we did. Last week. Oh yeah, so I wasn't here last week. So <laughs> like she, she threw a diss out there, but it's, it's no bad blood. They like it's squash, you know. They, yeah, that yeah. is funny though. That really, whoever wrote the piece for Beyonce really channeled what Beyonce was going through at the time, and that's mm-hmm. something that's really good in in your yeah. writers and your yeah. your production team. And that's why I'm curious, you know, like what are they going to be doing next week? You know, I mean, not next on week. tour, <laughs> on tour, yeah. you know, because their production. For everything that they do is just above average, like literally just like the epitome of what a showcase should be yeah. or what music should be or the way you should put it out. You know, like they mm-hmm. really just they combat all of it and mm-hmm. their lives are still private at the same time. Yeah. That's a nice balance. NDAs. Mm-hmm. That's something we have like even if people like felt they had reached a level of success where they needed like NDAs, like people just want to be followed and want to be paid attention to so like so like there's no, people they admire that about like her but they don't want to live that like people want you to know what they're doing and they want to be seen so like I don't know I do like I do like that she keeps her like, private life though would yeah. you go to mm-hmm. the concert? me? 
Yeah. Um, I would dare pay for a Beyonce concert, but it's my. But it's Beyonce and Jay Z though. Would you go to a Jay Z concert? I mean, yeah, I would. Would you pay for it? Probably not. Like that's just me. Like, <laughs> like somebody was like, "Hey, Brandon, I came across these tickets. You want to go?" Oh yeah, I ain't gonna say things yeah. twice about it, but like, I'm not gonna spend my hard earned cash on like some Jay Z Beyonce tickets. Now, if you guys say Kanye, like, you know, <laughs> that's a for sure, huh? That's a for sure. You know, but very cool thing happening. My friend Sydney is coming back from Paris for a few days, and I'm going to see Hamilton with her hey. on Thursday. So. Oh, friend date, you know, going on a date, and I was like, well, I guess that means I have to figure out where we go for dinner. You see, you know, you got the the theater part, mm-hmm. but now I gotta. That's and not we're fun. We're gonna wear sweater dresses and sneakers. Oh, you, you got it all planned lame. out. Yeah. You gotta take some pictures. You guys are lame. super cute. I think it's cool. I think it's adorable. <laughs> this guy here. Yeah, we'll leave him over there. <laughs> so since you Brandon said we can't talk about Beyonce and Jay Z. I mean, I like Beyonce and Jay. I really, all of entertainment. I like Beyonce. Like she so she like LeBron James entertainment. Like <laughs> like if you watch Beyonce, like I watch her as like like not a Beyonce fan. Like, like but I watch her as like an entertainer, like as somebody that yeah. knows. Like I haven't really danced or sang before, but like if you work out and you've been an athlete you know how hard it is to move yeah. all like do all of that mm-hmm. and still hit a note and yeah. do it and shit like <laughs> where it doesn't sound bad yeah. effortlessly yeah. and you do that for whole shows like that's humanly almost impossible so like Beyonce gets admiration for yeah. me just being able to do that. Like, yeah, okay. that's how yeah. I feel about. Yeah, it. like right. I look at her like I got like a goat of like yeah. her. Like it's a lot of work that guy going to that breed. Yeah, and like all she, that. Yeah. even basketball players. Kevin Garnett said he used to like he found out how Beyonce works out. Like she runs and sings, and he started working out and singing to get his breath up, and it worked. So you know, like hmm. yeah. fellas, like you know, sing a song while you getting that cardio in. You know, true. <laughs> Something else that is interesting that's happening entertainment wise. Do we all watch Blackish? Yeah. Have we all seen an episode or here mm-hmm. or there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't. I don't. Well, watch. Black-ish, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't watch. No, TV. it's all good. Sorry, it's all good. Blackish <laughs> is a show that is um, on ABC, mm-hmm. and it's a pretty. You know, it's showing like um, what's the guy's name? Anthony Anderson. Anthony who? Anderson. Yeah, Anthony Anderson and um, Tracy Ellis Ross are a, a married couple with okay, kids. Yeah, I know what you're talking. And she's a doctor, you know, he's very, uh, in a marketing company, you know, they're doing very well for themselves. And they just had um, an episode, and they, you know, they try to combat Mm -hmm. issues that we go through um, as much as ABC will allow, right? Mm -hmm. ABC did not air a Blackish episode that discussed athletes kneeling during the anthem. Hmm. I think that's that's pretty touchy. I feel like maybe they they, like, the episode could have, like, Stepped on some toes, you know, and I feel like being a show that's aimed at black people, like, as much knowledge as they put in front of us, like, that show has a big following, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, people don't pay attention to that, you know, but they say it was a creative difference as far as within the mm-hmm. within what and within what within the probably the company and the writers, yeah, the, writer oh, the writers, the, yeah, okay. the network and the um. Creator Kenya Barris, Barris. I'm very bad. At, I'm bad at names. I'm probably worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, they shelved it because of the differences, but it covered many political issues, many social issues, and that was one of them. Now, my thing is, I don't, I don't think you should be able to pick and choose which 
issues are more pressing than the others. Yeah. You know, if you allow us to talk about shootings and the Trayvon Martins and things like yeah. that on the show, yeah. those are way bigger deals, in my yeah. opinion, than the, a kneeling right. athlete. You know, yeah. these are things that are pressing in our communities every day. Mm-hmm. We don't have these problems with, like, NFL players coming to the hood and kneeling. Yeah. I mean, but you got to understand what's the platform in which this is being talked about. Like, it's not Fox News. It's not CNN. This is a show that people watch primetime, like people and their families watch. You able to reach that kind of audience with that kind of, like, information and, that, and like, a show like that with an episode like that, that potentially could wake up people with, no, they're not going to They don't happen. want anybody yeah. to wake they, up. Yeah, they don't. Not that many people. <laughs> right. But now that this topic is out about it, I feel like that might be something that causes an outbreak, you know, because they finally said this probably was shelved months ago or mm-hmm. even, you know, however long ago they shoot. This was shelved, you know, and now they're speaking out about it, maybe from a source or something like that. So now you have an even bigger crisis on your hand because now you're going to have all of the people who are for what's right and then all people who are pro flag. And, you know, you have Mm -hmm. all these different people coming at you now and now you've created a bigger fire. I mean, it could have been, too. um, Like, we look at it from a negative. It also could have been a positive. Like, oh, there's... The show Blackish has actually been very successful. When I first watched it, I kind of didn't like it, but it grew on me. Um, but you don't want that kind of firestorm hitting your show, especially when it's something that's been like a lot of people watch Blackish more than just black people. So the, a lot of people watch Blackish. So you bring that kind of firestorm, whether what you're trying to put on there is positive, you still bring in a lot of negativity towards the network. Um, so it can be it could, it could be informative, but yet it could be. Somebody's going to be mad. I think it could have been done in a way that wasn't biased, though. I do think, yeah. I don't think it had to come from a place of bias. I mean, the whole protesting the flag thing had no bias intent at all. It was people who felt like they were were being mistreated, aren't being treated fairly in this country and want to stand up or kneel for it. But some people turned it into a biased situation. So it it's no that making it biased is, is, is a bunch of BS to me because it, it never was meant to be biased or separate anybody it was actually meant to show the lack of unity in our country so well we'll definitely come back to that after this next music break see it's a great look politics hey <laughs> we did it y'all we'll bring that back in just a moment but I want to go ahead and play some more music from some amazing women I love my girl Brittany Nicole is a musician from Ohio who lives yeah. here in Chicago, and she has an amazing song called Earth Girl, produced by a well-known DJ from Chicago, DJ Earn Money. I like so, that song. Let's yeah. go ahead and get into some some mellow plus juke vibes right here on Nitty's Knocker. Let the phone ring, I'm not home I need solitude time 
kitchen with a cup of tea. Cup of tea. Shut out, grab a book to read. A book to read. Sun and sunlight. Graceful like a butterfly. Flowing how a poet writes. Growing flowers in my mind. Just wanna dance in sunlight. Graceful like a butterfly. Flowing how a poet writes. Growing flowers in my mind. I just wanna take a hop. I wanna save the world, tell the truth. It's a little time, but so much to do. Don't wanna work for the man enough. Just wanna get away and explore. And keep my mind open, but I manifest good vibes. And niggas all in my DMs. Talking about that, you got me interested. No time to reply. Cause I'm chilling at the crib tonight.
it up you know i want to say what i really want to say but you know we on the radio so. <laughs> no that was lit that's those two songs the last two that i played um coconut kisses and drop top reloaded featuring lana J and the domino effect come from drea vocals out of st louis uh a lot of the artists that uh, i first grew with were from st louis which is crazy, you know, like I had a lot of people just showing so much love down there. Um, and this project she has is called Monogamy, M- Mono.G-A-M-Y, so Monogamy with the dot in between, um, or period. And it's a 
beautiful project so far from what I'm hearing. And uh, shouts out to you, Drea. Keep doing your thing because I'm over here like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we in here ready to whip our hair. I got right. the braids in too. That's why I got you know. I say I need braids. You already know. Whip it. <laughs> That's the best part about having braids. Right? <laughs> but just to close out on what we were talking about right before with the entirety of the um the blackish net blackish and the ABC network not really um coming to a, an agreement, I guess, on a show and calling it a creative difference. Um I just don't think that it should have gotten to a place where they couldn't air anything about it because now I feel like that it might cause more of a reaction, but I do hope that the reaction isn't so severe that it loses um, sight of what the show is actually about. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess any final thoughts on that? I guess Brandon wants to be on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm going to no, okay. break his phone. No. <laughs> like, break. Oh, Anybody God. watch The Office? Nobody watches The Office? I watch no, here and there. But I just want to know there. how you feel about any last thoughts on this blackish issue. Um, I feel like, well, when it comes to like black people and black issues, like, it's. I feel like they could have aired, aired the episode and nothing even happened. Like, black people would have just. Or we wouldn't care for like two weeks and like I mean and that's the thing that we we have writers and we have people that are using their platform to inform us, you know, we have to start mm-hmm. paying attention. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. these networks are doing everything they can to block that. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Blackish was the perfect platform to say whatever like Kenya Barris, like she is a good writer and I think she's very informative and I feel like Blackish would have been the perfect place to do that. And ABC knew that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it's still you I mean, we're still working for the man. Yeah. Yeah, we're still and working for the man. Know, yep. So right. it's only so much you can do on the platform. Yeah, on pretty much any game. platform. But if you yeah. want to do your own thing, go to Revolt. Or go to like Fubu is really trying to do this little Fubu T V thing, I think. But hopefully They shouldn't have you know. to I, that's the thing about it though, like like they shouldn't have to try. There's enough rich black billionaires. Um, just name a few. I'm Diddy, <laughs> Jay. Like, I mean, like, Diddy has revolt. Though, I mean, he has know? revolt, he's but like, really trying to change the. In a sense, he's trying to change the stigma. He does still do a lot of things that are more on the middle grounds of black and white. But I feel like he's really attempting to push more towards. You know, pro black things. And then we as a people got to support it. Like I know, like we say support, True. support, but. Like we have to, like if they was to like make a channel like like I love Vice TV, but I know Vice TV not black people, but it's have great content. If we can get a channel like Vice for just black content, mm-hmm. will we watch it or would it be like, well, like Wayne's only watched that or I'm not watching it because certain people. We got to get out of that. We got to mm-hmm. build it from the ground yeah. up and mm-hmm. then realize what awesomeness can come from it. Yeah. But now it's time for artist talk. It's a five-minute segment literally dedicated to knowing as much about our artist as possible. And it starts with a one-minute countdown, a 60-second countdown of you telling us who you are and what you're all about. And your clock starts now. Okay. Well, from the south side of Chicago, entertainer, musician, performer been doing this for a while now straight out of high school i jumped into it 
I kind of went to the uh, live music scene, skipped over everything else. First place I performed at, I don't know if y'all heard of Kingston Mines Blues Club, on um, it's on Halstead, right down the street from the Tonic Room. That was one of the places I first started at. We came in a blues club doing like our own type of music, like funk and you know souls type mm. stuff. The blues club really wasn't digging it at first because they like, oh y'all coming here doing funk, but I'm like, you know, I'm gonna do my own thing. And I kind of been like that all, you know, my whole time as in this music thing is making my own lane, pushing it through no matter what nobody say, you know, yeah. <laughs> but you know, mostly I just do my own thing. Musically, through every aspect of my life. Lit, hey, you you did it, <laughs> you did it in one in sixty seconds. That's always a feat, you know. When mm-hmm. You can get it in and get it out. And do you get, did you guys catch a good representation of who Tamari? Tamari. Yeah, I still got some more questions for him, but I said it right twice. <laughs> right back to saying it the wrong way. You are good. Fight me. <laughs> no, for real, fight me, and I'll do it right. <laughs> I'm I won't mess up no more. I promise. I promise. That's what it take a little physical violence to get you okay. remember somebody's name. Yeah. <laughs> no, supposed to throw pixie dust. Yay. <laughs> oh, is this our calling early? Well, we'll get our call in at 7 p.m. exactly. Who's that? Um, it's a U.K. call. Actually, we can... T- yeah. No, because I have to finish my artist talk. Now, <laughs> I would like to know what your... Describe your music in one word. Mm, well, exotic. You, uh. mm, that's a word. <laughs> It does make you sweat. Mm. It doesn't that's give you the chills. <laughs> that's what we call it, exotic funk. That's okay. what we call it, yeah. And, okay, describe your personality in one word. Hmm, same thing. Look, I'll look. <laughs> you cheating. <laughs> look, I'm exotic, my music's exotic. Everything right. exotic. He's yeah. just in alignment, there you go. Uh, yeah. Let's see, what's your your aura? What's your color? Hmm, sometimes I say clear. I'm Transparent. Clear. Yeah. Why? I never heard that one before. Right. I like I know. them. We, I, need, I need any That's end new. on that. Because I can float. You know, I'm, I feel like... I'm going to use that one. That's you know, I'm going to pick up one. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um, I just feel like, you know, mostly I feel like, you know, I'm in this physical body and my spirit shows more. You know, I feel like, you know, I have no color. I'm just, you know, who I am here. And that's why I usually say clear. Okay, okay. It might change every now and then, depending on, you oh, know. Oh, it's like but, water. You yeah. know, water changes colors with what's around it. You yeah. know, you kind of see blues in it, pinks in it. But that, mm-hmm. you know, that don't mean I'm going to, like, change my act because who I'm around. No, I'm going to hmm. say the same. You but know? you can blend in. Like, are, are you a full-time? Um, no, you not really. Down. I just chill to myself, you know. Okay. I can talk to anybody, though, you know. You a full-time musician? Like, you wake up, you eat, breathe, yeah. like, push through shows, all that stuff? Yeah. That's what's up. How's that working for you? How do you um, feel about it? It's been a, it's, you know, when I first started, it was, like, a struggle, but I was, like, pushing forward with it. You know, I got a, I got a three-year-old son, so, you know, me, his, his mother was, like, you know, she used to dance with my band back then, and... She wasn't digging it at first, but then after a while, she was like, okay, I see you, like, focused. And I was like, you know, I got to do whatever I 
got to do because I know, you know, I'm not just here just doing this just to do it. I feel like I was actually, you know, put here to do this, you know. And so, you know, no, nothing can stop me from doing it, you know, no matter how many people who tried to, oh, you're not going to do this or do that. But now here I am, you know, about to open up a new venue soon. And okay, Sunday, thank you. And Sunday, me and the band will be at the Chicago Music Awards because we got nominated. So turn up. That's actually where I kind of got my start with radio. uh, Was at the Chicago Music Awards. Mm. I had a show at Windy Cindy under Windy Mm. City Underground. Shouts out to Illinois Media School. That's where I I got my broadcast trade from. Mm. And uh, a guest had invited me Mm. to be a part, you know, to get footage of the CMAs. And I was like, wow, I love this world. Let me take advantage and just yeah. jump into underground versus going corporate. And that's why I didn't go corporate. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I, st- I, I think about it every now and then. It's like, no, nah, I, I like it down here. Yeah. You know, the best way to world. go is underground. You know, like you get to do what you want to do, you know, and not try to follow what everybody else want to put on you, you know. Mm-hmm. Very true. I like that. That was a great artist talk. We got plugs. We got shows. Hey. We got venue <laughs> openings. We got auras. We kind of have an idea of who Tamari is. I, I think so. Even think more so. than Just what I bit. knew before. You know, <laughs> can give it all away. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a little mystery there. No more free. Yeah, because before all I saw was this cool guy who gave me chills, and I'm like, wow, what's to him? <laughs> he got. He kind of got this like this Rick James like Pootie Tang kind of like. Yes, Tang. But I'm gonna that go movie. Again. You know, they made that movie about me. I'm gonna go ahead and get the the lines ringing for our call in. As they were so excited, they called a few minutes early. But you know, it's all good. We'll get back to them. Let us see. You be out here straight whooping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, looks like that won't be happening just yet. So. Hopefully they give a ring back, but if not, you know, we always keep it moving, keep it going. So, Brandon, how are we living today? Man, you know, every day is a, I just got better. I, I was actually kind of sick um, over the weekend. Uh, no, I got sick Friday. I had been working on set, like 300 people, and... Somebody got you. Somebody got me. So, like, <laughs> I could feel myself kind of getting sick Thursday, and then Friday I woke up, like, feeling terrible. So, like, this. Oh, oh, they calling back. You see that? I'm paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping you in the game. Hello, hello. Welcome to Nitty's Knocker. Hello, this is Brad Baines calling from Europe. Hello, how are you? Hello. It is great to hear your voice. Guys, we have a European visual artist calling hey. in. He has displays in Miami from time to time. He's really, really dope. His Instagram is R.A. Paints Official. Like, this is somebody that you guys should know. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> How, how's the weather? Can you, can you hear me well, first of all? I can hear you perfectly. Oh, okay, perfect. That's great. How's the um, weather? I had to mention that I'm calling you for Belgium, actually, and not the U.K., but... 
it's okay because I stayed in the UK for for some time and and in Paris too. So yeah, but I'm calling from Belgium right now. Oh, Belgium! I was wondering. I saw that Belgium popping up. Like you have a visitor on your website from Belgium. I'm oh wow, <laughs> fancy, <laughs> fancy now. So how's the weather? That's a, a big well one. terrible. Actually, it's quite a freezing here. But I guess in Chicago is the same. I don't know. I've never been to Chicago. Um, my fiance is from Miami, so I'm used to the Florida weather. Um, but here, yeah, it's it's rather cold right now. Well, we are twinning because it's pretty cold up here. Actually, we had a snowstorm. <laughs> Random. Oh wow! Yeah, for like five seconds, it was crazy. <laughs> it was bad and crazy. But go ahead and give us. I do like a sixty-second rundown where I like for people to go into themselves and and let the world know exactly who you are. So, um, on the count of three, one. Two, three, go. Wow, that's a tough exercise. I'll try to to do my best. So um, I'm an artist, actually, um, um, and I paint um, portraits of international celebrities. It's not more like celebrities, but more like people who who have a kind of influence on on, on a society, so role models, if I could say like that, if I can put it that way. I've always been amazed about uh, the the influence of of some of the people on on a society, like the way they speak, the way they dress, uh, the way they act, and 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 their influence on on people. So this is my focus. Um, I started this, this project in 2012, and um, and yeah, now here I am. You know, um, trying to 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 do my best. Okay, nice. You did that in 50 seconds. Wow. <laughs> so what would you say has been one of your uh, most amazing feats so far? Uh, sorry, can you repeat the question? What What has been one of your most amazing feats so far? Like one of the most amazing things that you've um, done? I guess the second piece that I did for Recross, um, because it was more like just a portrait. Mm, it was more like his career, mm-hmm. basically, and, and the view I had on 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 him and it took also a uh, a lot of time to execute it from a technical point of view but also like the the, the first piece that i did for Wiz Khalifa mm-hmm. uh that one took me also uh quite some time and uh it was special because i wasn't really under pressure um sometimes when i have to 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 realize uh, to 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 execute some of these paintings i'm i'm sometimes restricted uh, in terms of, of time, uh, but uh, it wasn't the case for the first one, obviously. Uh, so I would say, yeah, maybe maybe with Khalifa and, and the second painting that I did for Recross. Nice. As far as events, what are some of the um, the events that you've been a part of and what you're planning to be a part of? Okay, so the idea, because at the beginning we didn't really know, when I say we, it's like me and, and the people that I'm, I'm working with, um, we didn't really know where we could get, I mean, we had this idea of painting, like, icons, if I could say like that, new cultural icons, uh, but we didn't know exactly what would be the impact, so um, it, it started with, with meeting some celebrities, influential people, and then we kind of sit and think, and what would be the, 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 the best way to, to evolve rather than just meet people, collaborate, and, and be in music video, which is great, it's amazing, but, but we needed to go up on a level, if I could say it like that. 
and we decided to to collaborate with with huge brands uh and we had our, our first exhibition at the w which i'm sure you have it also in the states uh and it was w paris uh it was a, a really nice show uh was the first one and then the second one in in belgium uh in collaboration with jaguar and, and land rover um car brands so i i like the idea of mixing like brands with the painting so arts uh, shows events um and then we did recently um uh, an exhibit in in miami actually in in collaboration with luc Belair, the, the champagne brand i don't know if it answered the question by the way no, no, but uh it definitely yeah. gave insight on on you know what you do with your events you know it's better to give it that way so that people you know even people listening can say hey i like that idea let's let's make that happen or you know things like that because that that is something that i feel art lacks is um interaction with other brands uh sometimes yep. visual art is looked at as just that like oh go put that in the in the art gallery you know you never really see it um you see it a little bit more now because people are really putting their foot forward when it comes to creating lanes for art to be intertwined with music and fashion and things of that sort. So that's super amazing that, you know, your artwork is getting to the hands of celebrities as well as um, cultural awareness. You say you like people who are influencers and who have influence on society. Who is someone that you think has one of the biggest influences on society that you've created a painting for? Wow, that's that's a, a really tough one because they have different audiences, different targets. I mean, <laughs> I won't go into the the statistics and the numbers because at the end of the day, this is potentially that may count, you know. Um, but the most influential that I've painted, ah, uh, it's it's a complicated question again because it's it's different audiences, different people. Perhaps Rihanna, I would say. Okay, look, that's my mom, if you didn't know. <laughs> she just gets so excited. You know, you said, oh, wow, I didn't know. <laughs> you know, it was it was some, some weird birth type things going on. But, you know, that's mom. You know, she's just mm-hmm. okay. a few years. She's like five years older than me. <laughs> but uh, I do think that, yeah, Rihanna probably is. A, that's a great example of a cultural influencer because uh, She's really making statements with every single thing. She literally anything she puts her hand on, including her music. You know, it just has its yeah. own. It has its own vibe completely. It's nobody like Rihanna. You know, I can say I will never come across another Rihanna. No, no, for sure. And and her uh, her impact in Europe is huge. Also, you know, because. Um, I mean, I've painted different type of, of, of artists, but here uh, her impact here is is like huge. I've seen it with my own eyes, you know, the fans and and because actually when when I met Drake for uh, uh, the second time, the second painting that I made for him, uh, she was uh, she was with him actually uh, was last year, I think, or two years ago even. It was a long time ago, and uh, and I mean, I've never seen the fans here in 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 paris and in in belgium went like crazy like mm-hmm. never seen before you know so this is why i said that also because of of the way she deals with with her career uh, you know she's a singer but she's also i think a, a clever businesswoman so yeah yes very true what's your take on the color pink uh, sorry can you repeat me what's your take on the color pink how do you feel about the color pink about the color? Yeah. 
Um, you mean in general, yeah. the paintings? Or? No, just like pink. When you see pink, what, like, how does it make you feel? What do you see? What do you think about? Um, well, in general, the, the, the process when I'm painting is, is always the same. Um, I focus on a specific artist. Um, I listen to, to the music he, he made or she made. Um, I'm looking for everything around it also, like people around or, or videos or, or material, any material that, that can help. Uh, and, and then I try to, to make a lot of visual tests, basically, because you see the final painting, but there are a lot of tests uh, around it. Uh, and I, I try to work in, in, in that sense. Um, what I feel, uh, to be honest, I, I, I try to put what I feel on the side. Um, a lot of people at the beginning, they thought that I was, I was painting people that I like or that I appreciate, but it's not, I, I try to put the, my, my personal feelings and my personal evaluation on the side, you know, it's not about that. It's just about, uh, uh diagnosis on the society and try to, to translate it as an artist because I've. You have many definitions of, of an artist. You don't have it in a, <laughs> like it was in a 19th century or 20th century when it was like a, a defined definition of what an artist is. Right now, everybody puts his own definition. My definition is like I try to, to give a diagnosis and analysis of a society and to translate it artistically, if I could say like that. Uh, but the color but it's not, pink. But the color pink, like literally, you know, just pink when you see it. That's something I like to ask my guests. I kind of like to get more into the personal side of you guys. Uh, yeah. And I just want to know when you see that color, you know, how does it make you feel? You know, pink. Because when I see pink. Oh, the color pink, you mean? Oh, sorry. I didn't understand the question. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um, the color pink, wow. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> That's a difficult one. I mean, uh, I've studied art, art history, and you know, they always try to, to put like red was for that, blue was more like for this. Um, but I'm, I'm really like, uh, I don't like to put like definitions or uh, what I feel is like, I don't know. Uh, immediately now, when you said it, I think about Nicki Minaj because of the Bing too, you know. <laughs> but, but apart from that, uh, I think of happiness. I think of bubblegum and cotton candy and unicorn. I think of my childhood. Yeah. I used know, to love the color pink. It's bright. <laughs> but that's, yeah, Nicki Minaj too. Hey, the pink tour was super lit. Mm -hmm. Like, that was a great tour that she had. Yeah, well, this is what I, this is what I thought immediately when you said pink. I mean, this is the first thing that went, went into my mind. Exactly. So, yeah. Yes. Yes, that's what we look for. Is the, what's the first thing yeah. that slides your way? How do you feel about unicorns? About unicorn. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, these are some difficult questions, you know. Um, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like uh, something in the in the imaginations, rather, you know. Um, when you talk to me about unicorn, I think about the imagination and the endless imagination that you that you can have. Um, yeah, maybe also as a metaphoric thing, but I won't. I don't. I won't go to that. Uh, Why not? Look, I'm, <laughs> hmm, what's, I like where you were starting with that. That is endless. You know, unicorns are. Uh, look, let me go on my unicorn tangent. Right. Unicorns are the best thing that ever crossed <laughs> the minds of an individual. <laughs> but um, I know. I know. It, I know it's related to the show, obviously, because I, I had a look and, and I saw also in, uh, on the flyer. So. 
Yeah, but these are difficult topics to discuss with me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> pink color, unicorn. I'm not. I'm not the best with, with that. No, you did great. But one question, one last question, I would like to ask you um, for people who are um, interested in your journey and you know want to know how to get to the next level. What's some ad- advice that you would give an artist who's looking to get their art into the hands of celebrities and influencers and things like that? Um, well, first of all, um, I would say that it's, it's, it's really difficult. So um, I see a lot of people now because it, it started like some, some years ago now, um, maybe 2010, like the, the, the first ideas, uh, so a long time. And it was different timing with also with social media and that, that rapport to, to, to the people and to the celebrities. Nowadays, everybody does it, you know, like everybody is drawing and painting and tagging people on Instagram. And, and But when, when we did it, it wasn't really that much popular. Um, so first of all, people need to know, my first advice, people need to know that it's difficult. Um, don't don't expect to to just do it, and you 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 need to put a lot of quality in it for 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 those celebrities, for those people to appreciate it. Um, I was a bit lucky too from from that point of view that um, that those huge celebrities like they noticed me and they like the work, and when they like the work and then they appreciate it, well then they show you love in a way. So um, my second advice would be probably not to 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 drop. Uh, your uh, an actual job and to do it as a hobby and a passion and this is the way I deal with it uh, that puts also some distance not to take yourself too seriously because uh, you know nowadays everybody calls himself or himself an artist so uh, it's it's really challenging you have a lot of, of people doing that and you don't really need like a certificate or mm-hmm. like an official document to say you're an artist you can be an artist tomorrow just by saying you're an artist you know so it, it's a bit tricky um then well it's like in everything you know art or or whatever you do in life you need to put hard work but you need to work hard and well a lot of people are working hard but are not working well and that's that's difficult you you have your own definition obviously of working well in my case i knew exactly uh i i have been preparing that project and and those things for years and years through through other drawings to things that i saw to so it was it was a lifetime process if i could say it like that uh and i was ready i felt at that time okay that is the moment to do that project and to try it and we succeeded in a way, in a way that, okay, now uh, we have that, that privilege uh, with that portfolio to be able to, to sell to, to some celebrities, which is, which is amazing, it's huge. But again, I mean, don't, don't pet everything on it, if I, if I could say, but this is my personal advice, so obviously, so wrap in advice. <laughs> yeah, that's great advice, honestly, you know, and it's it goes along with what everybody says. It's just, you know, your form of artist is your form of art, and you just have to believe in it, and it will come as it shall. You know, it will produce the results that you are looking for to produce, uh, produce as long as you stay confident in your work. And you have amazing work, by the way, you know, the photos that you... Oh, thank you very much for that, and thank you for, for giving me the opportunity to, to have that interview for me. It's like... Uh, um, amazing, you know. So, so thanks a lot for that. I'd like also to thank um, Donnell Perry uh, because it's because of him actually that uh, yes, we yes. we got connected. So thanks to you, thanks to him. Yes, he's amazing. And uh, really shout out also to my fiance Alma. Oh, <laughs> I know she will be happy that I said that. Hey boo, look, hey girl. <laughs> 
this is very exciting. Um, hopefully, we can get you to Chicago to be a part of one of my art showcases that um, I like to put on in the city. I haven't done one in about a year, but um, hopefully, something comes around where we can get more exposure to your work on a more local level because it seems like your celebrity level is really well, but. You know, it's always good to have a great local following of people who just appreciate uh, what you're doing for the culture. But until oh, I sure. talk to you next time, thank you so much for calling in today and being part of the show. Until I talk to you again, peace, love, and happiness. Thanks, thanks to you. Thank you very much for having me on the show. All right, have a good one. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Bye. We international, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, that's amazing, you know, that shows you that you don't even have to be from the, the country mm-hmm. that they say you get all the opportunity right. to mm-hmm. catch the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, he came and made it his own, and his artwork is beautiful. It's R.A. Paints Official on Instagram. So make sure that you guys reach out and check that out. But I kind of want to go right into the Unicorn Gospel, um, and then we can go into our conversation about communication actually no we're going to go into the the unicorn gospel and then go into some music because you know we've been talking a lot lately But this week's Unicorn Gospel, for those of you listening in who do not know what the Unicorn Gospel is, the Unicorn Gospel is me taking a verse, me as in Nitty taking a verse from the Bible and just rewording it in a way that helps me to relate to the message or the lesson that it's trying to teach. Um, And this one, because we're talking about communication barriers and things of that nature, this one is from Colossians 4 and 6. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. And to me, that means... You know, our speech is golden. Our speech, our word is our bond. You know, it comes out of your mouth. It should come out as gold, as sparkles. You know, it should always be something pleasant, you know, um, and seasoned with salt. I mean, you know, I don't eat salt, you know, in the terms of a unicorn. Mine will be seasoned with pixie dust. You know, you season your speech with the things, make your speech golden, make it sparkle make it amazing so that when you come to it each person is different every person that you come across is not going to feel the same way that you feel react the same way that you react do the same things that you do so you have to know how to communicate with that person and then also learn how to not take it personally you know learning how to deal with each person as they Mm -hmm. come along Mm -hmm. so yes Season it with pixie dust, y'all. Season that speech, that tongue of yours with gold and paint it gold like, you know, the Midas touch and just make your word your bond so that it is a beautiful word that you are presenting to your fellow human beings. Mm And your animals. I talk to my cat all the time. (laughs) I was just talking to a bird outside this morning. I'm not even going to lie. It was a cute little dove (laughs) sitting on my bench. And I was like, oh, you're so cute. It was all fluffy. (laughs) I "I just want to hold you. But that's not a dove. Like, you know, it was some peace right Right. there. It was beautiful. It was amazing. 
So yeah, that's this week's Unicorn Gospel. You have something to say, Brandon? Oh no, you know if I had something to say, I would have just said. I feel like it was about salt. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that. I did have a comment about how you don't use salt, but it's it's, it's fine. I like that part when they say season it with salt. You know, people put salt on food to make it taste good. So you got to make your words taste good. Mm -hmm. And I think it's even deeper. Even deeper than that, they put salt on it to enhance the flavor that's already there. Yeah. You know. You already got it up in you. You yeah. just got to enhance yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Think about it a little bit before you Use say it. A little bit of that salt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just a little, I don't like a little. Well, whatever seasoning that you prefer. Nitty's pixie. Pixie sticks. Pixie sticks. I put pixie sticks on my green. Oh my god! The, the purple one is the best one. Oh no! I go with cayenne pepper. <laughs> oh, okay. Look, exotic, <laughs> exotic. But we're gonna go ahead and get into some more music because women rock, and we're playing music from women who rock. Right, guys? Yeah. So you know, since he talked about Rihanna, you know, I'm gonna just switch it up and. I had to play some Rihanna. Like, I was going to keep it on the low, low. But, you know, I'm going to go to Anti, first of all, because she didn't win a Grammy for this album. And it it, it kind of broke the hearts of, you know what's of everybody. On? So we're going to go ahead and play Desperado, which oh, is yes. You know what's a slept on song on Anti? Which one? Good Night Gotham. I love that yeah, song. Yeah, that one's good, that too. Song, it's too yeah. short, like, it's, but it's so slept on. Yeah. But we're going to go ahead and play Desperado right here on Nitty's Knocker. Desperado. Sitting in a whole money collar. A man is hot as hollow. Uh-huh. Take it easy. Tryna go against you Actually, I'm going with you Gotta get up out of here You and me Give me a I know you won't Cause we share common interests You need me there Ain't no leave me by Never, no, no Just one out of here, yeah I'm gone, ain't no going back If you want We can be Run away, running from Inside of love Yeah, yeah
for me There ain't nothing here for me anymore But I don't wanna be alone If you want, we could be Run away, running from And it's out of love Yeah, yeah, there ain't nothing There ain't nothing here for me There ain't nothing here for me Salam alaikum, uh, my bitch choose it Lover never without a rubber Sweet yellow bone thing I call her honey mustard Sit like a seashell, like a V12 She say I drive her crazy, I say just keep on your seatbelt Bend it over, bust it open for me Baby, bend it over, bust it open for me Yeah, she say she love me, she just love this Come put that million dollar pussy on me, make me rich Don't you? She got that million dollar, million dollar, ooh, ooh, ooh. She got that million dollar, million dollar, ooh, ooh, ooh. And all I wanna do is touch it, touch it, touch it, ooh, ooh, ooh. Make a tap out, tap out, tap out, tap out, tap out. Yeah. And I'ma make a tap out, tap out. Yeah, crib made a tap out, sign made a tap out, jet made a tap out, pilot with the map out, million on the diamonds, million on the kitchen, millions on the Maybach, glass top sips, million dollar, sleeping on Versace, sleeping on the Fendi, sleeping on Cavalli, married to the money, millions in the bank. Alexander McQueen, rich in the paint. I got that fuck you if you love me on some. She got that million dollars.
Just so y'all know, we're about to have a live performance. And remember, you're listening to Nitty's Knocker Radio Show on Q4 Radio. Nitty's Knocker streams live every Tuesday from 6.15 p.m. to 8.15 p.m. on Q4.org, iTunes Radio, and the TuneIn app. Just search Q4 Radio. And without further ado, we're going to have Tamari T of The Electric Company bless us with some music right here on Nitty's Knocker. So I'm going to do, do a little bit on my djembe drum. It's one of my favorite drums. Do a little solo, something like that, which I'll just sit back and, you know, take it in for a little bit. With the full band, it's more powerful, but I'm powerful with the drum. So, all right. Was lit. 
That was Liddy. Ooh, guys, that was Tamari T. Live. Live on Nitty's Naka. How do you feel right now? Um, <laughs> You're not even breathing hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's the all with a day's work, huh? That's, that's, that's some that slight. part. That's yeah. slight. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying to sound like, oh, that's, but yeah. That's just no, a little bit. That was just the energy that, like I said, when he performs, he gives you such such a wave such a a vibe and you can tell that it's taking him into another world it's like a trans almost yeah I try not to go too far that's why I'm like why not look I was ready pull myself back I've seen it y'all look I'm telling you I've, I've seen it in person and it's and like uh, I me and the, um you know since we with the full band I don't like to take all the credit mm-hmm. because I feel like each of us bring our own energy to the music and then we just create one thing even though it's like 16 or 11 of us up there we bring one sound to people and you know that's why I feel so yeah (laughs) and you know I do like make all the music but I give everybody they own like chance to put what they feel in it you know a piece of their self so that's just a piece of me from you know you know well thank you for that that piece for that energy you know you just brightened the room you you really just (laughs) warmed it up in here i will say that much i was like whoa (laughs) we are not cold anymore in the studio space what what would you call a piece like that Mm, that i just feel you know i've become one with my drum and just feel and just Go whatever it tell me to play, then I play it. And that's really with all music. So um, you freestyle sometimes yeah, with you? Most of the time. Oh, okay. That's that's one of my favorite things to do. Like sometimes I will walk in like clubs and see a live band. You know, some people are scared to get on stage and just do stuff, but I do it all the time. They can just be jamming. So I'm like, hey, you know, let me get on the mic and I do something just to see what happens and just do that natural feeling to see what you know comes up while you up there you know so that's why I don't have any music recorded yet because mm-hmm. we've done everything live I did everything live because I wanted people to see how people react see how it make people feel and everybody like man we feel you know this is a different you know feeling something we haven't heard and it's cool to hear you know what other people think not sometimes but it's good to see how they feel about it so. Do you know who the sounds of blackness are? Um, I think I do. Yeah, it's from a while ago. They were like a, right a spiritual, we shorties, yeah, right. spiritual. Oh yeah, group. yeah, yeah. And they had I don't a like lot of drums and yeah. and live yeah. acoustics and things like that with their yeah. delivery, and that kind of just brought me back to a, a very warm and nostalgic place. You yeah. know, that was. My mom, I say this all the time, my mom was Jesus, you know. So our music was not always about God, but it was just more on the level of uh, spirituality and understanding yourself and like India Ari. You know, those are things that we would listen to as kids and Radio Disney when we wanted to have some fun. (laughs) We wanted to turn up, go to Radio Disney, you know. (laughs) But thank you so much for for blessing the Q4 stage with I got to ask, though, like, so like, where do you shop? Like, yo, get up is so, like, um, a it's so bit original. 
Like, it'll be all around. I see something in a thrift store, be like, I can cut that up. People give me stuff. So you do you do make and edit your own clothes? Yeah, I, like, cut. This has sleeves on it. I, like, cut it because I didn't want it on there no more. So I just, like, different stuff. If I find a shirt that look, like, smooth, and I'm like, you know what? I cut that up and make it into something, and I do that. I like it because like you're not halfway like you fully committed yeah. to whatever like whatever era you yeah. you know you do you feel like you was born in a different yeah I feel that's yeah sometimes I feel like that all the time like it's like you know I, so I always tell myself like man if I was like back in the days I probably would have been famous already <laughs> <laughs> now you have but. a just everything about your brand as well as the electric company everything about them is so original uh, from the style of clothing to their personalities each person is somebody who you cannot identify with another person in this world and that's what makes what you do so worth it and so beautiful you know because it's just like and I love them all yeah yeah we all like like family it's like just as laid back as I am that's the same way everybody in the band would love to see (laughs) the whole band involved one day that would be lit yeah, we'll be up here one day. Um, you can work well, that out. Yeah, like, y'all sound like Wu Tang. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you said eleven to sixteen of us. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of us. We fluctuate. Right now it's eleven, but we get as big as sixteen when it's like we do festivals and stuff like that. So, so we're actually gonna go ahead and get into our topic for today, which which is communication. Mm. You just communicated a lot through, yeah, through your yeah. sound. Um, but what are some common um, communication barriers that you guys are familiar with? Um, I feel like with communication, people don't people listen but don't really hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or they hear but they don't listen. Like you can like I could be talking to you, but like you hear me, but are you really listening? Not comprehend. You know, okay. and more or less too like. Sometimes like you can't be stuck in your own like mm-hmm. your own head on how you do things mm-hmm. or how you perceive something mm-hmm. or how mm-hmm. you think something should be. Mm-hmm. Like you are an individual, you have a brain of your own, you have a mind of your mm-hmm. own. Like you ration you find you you ration things differently than I would, mm-hmm. you know, how you okay. your logical things. And what about you? What are some barriers that you Um especially where you that was one thing I was gonna say. And another thing I wanna say with that is you know, really, people just keeping it real. You know, like, you know, if you got something to say, mm-hmm. say it. Don't, like, keep it to yourself. Just be, you know, out there. But say it, like, bring us back to what we said earlier. Right. Say it in a tasteful way. You mm-hmm. know, even if it's something you don't like and you do like. And like he was saying about, um, you know, seeing you can't be stuck in your ways. Like, with you got to see all. One thing I say, you got to see everybody's point of view. You know, especially, like, if you're in a debate with somebody. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to look at it like, okay, let me put myself in a situation. How how are they looking at this situation? Instead of just looking at it from like, oh, I think it's this way. But you look at it from how they feel about it. And you feel both sides. Okay. You know? Well, what both of you said are a few of the common barriers. Um, the lack of attention, interest, mm-hmm. distractions, or irrelevance to the receiver. Um, difference in perception and viewpoint. Um, emotional barriers and taboos um, and another one is like cultural differences but in a social mm-hmm. even on a cultural level as well but also in a social setting mm-hmm. type mm-hmm. of way as well and understanding the people that you are around 
Um, and I think those are, especially the emotional one, you know, um, this article that I found on skillsyouneed.com says that um, verbatim that some people may find it difficult to express their emotions and some topics may be completely off limits or taboo. Taboo or difficult topics may include politics, religion, disabilities, relationships, sexuality, racism, opinions that aren't Mm -hmm. as popular. Um, And then that differences in perception and viewpoint and lack of attention. You know, these are the main ones that cause us to not know how to talk to each other mm-hmm. or how to present um, solutions. You know, everything we do should be solution-based. You know, we should always try to find the light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. um, in any given situation. Even myself, you know, these, like I said, when I do this show, some people do come to me and say, you know, you got to live what you're preaching. I am, you know, it's yeah. it's a process for me too. Yeah. So these are points that we make so that we can learn how to help each other as well as others who might need a message of how to communicate better. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is a way to combat or jump over the hurdle of the difference in perception and viewpoint? Mm. Really, like... Seeing from all sides, you know, views, being able to see from all around, you know, not that can combat a lot of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know everybody got certain beliefs and what they feel, but if you like, like I said before, put yourself in other person's shoes or in other people's shoes, mm-hmm. even if they they. You know they like saying some out the off the wall, not making sense stuff. Right, right. You know, it's a way to combat that too. You know. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I definitely agree with that. That's like just being open minded. Yeah. Um, having an open mind is step one in yeah. anything in life. You know, because things are not always the way you've seen them yeah. in your surroundings. You know, you st- when just like coming out of the womb. Mm-hmm. It's a different world in the womb, and then you come out, and it's bright. Yeah. There are bodies around you. There are people, and you have to adapt yourself to what's around you. Um, a tip from uh, eHarmony blog. I'm big on finding <laughs> these. I love blog solutions. They're amazing. One is to um, think about, before you go into any discussion, determining the emotional mood you're in and make sure you communicate that to the other person. Yeah. You know, if you're not feeling well, you say, hey, I'm not in the best mood right now. You know, can this wait? Now, postponing things for too long can cause a delay in in love and affection in the relationship. But doesn't mean that it's not possible to rectify. But it's always best to combat communication situations as soon as possible. But when you're in the right mind, you know, you have to get yourself out of that funk. I had to learn that myself because I'm one of those type of people if it's a problem, especially with, you know, with your better half or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Always been that person to be like, you know, let's handle this. You know, let's get this done. Let's not let this linger on till the next day. And let's not sleep on it or nothing like that. Then I had to look at it on the other side. Like, you know, they'll tell me like, hey, I need to 
think about it for a little while. I need to rest. And then I had to grow out of that because I had to think, you know, like, yeah, let me get them time to think about it. Not too long, but let me get them time to think about the situation mm-hmm. and calm themselves down, you know, so. I don't know. I feel like with the whole communication thing, I, it's just something I'm learning. Like, everybody don't think like me. Yeah. You know, everybody don't see the way I see yeah. things. And I think yeah. I see things pretty logically you know yeah. but even when something yeah. even something so simple to yeah. you might be something difficult yeah. for somebody else yeah and that's another point where it says that mind reading does not work and is futile it is something that people always try to do <laughs> but it really causes you to make unwanted assumptions yeah. cause fights um you know and this another thing is that if your partner, business partner, friend, if they're trying to make an honest attempt to repair the relationship, then you also try yeah. to make that connection with them, you know, yeah. reciprocate it, even with a hug or a grabbing of the hand like, I appreciate you coming to me. I'm still not ready, you know, just to show that you mm-hmm. are willing to grow past an issue, um, but don't harbor it, you yeah. know. Another thing you can do, um, you can negotiate. Yeah. It's not a complaint. It's not a nag when you negotiate. It means that you're stating it clearly without blaming the other party. Yeah. Whether you know they were wrong or right, you still in your head are like, I'm not even going to put that yeah. in my head. I'm just going to figure out how we can come to, when they say mm-hmm. agree to disagree, mm-hmm. it's like that, you know, because at the end of the day, you know that it's something that you autom- automatically don't agree with. But if you are willing to mold a relationship with someone, there are some things that you have to just say, all right. You yeah. know, you have to bite the bullet. Yeah. yeah. If that, you know, for lack of better words. <laughs> um, one that's important, I think, is I smack my lips a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I would get an F on my. But another thing you do is request an apology if you think you deserve one. We don't do that. Yeah. We we don't. If someone hurts us, we just fuel on the fact that we've been hurt instead of saying, in a calm voice or being rational and saying, I think I deserve an apology. Because you don't want to get looked at as like being like, Overly sensitive you know But what I'm you saying? know But like, that is a part Of communication yeah. Is saying If something has hurt you To a point where You feel like There's no return Or that it's gonna cause A uh, a break in your relationship You should definitely say Hey That kinda hurt my feelings You mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. I, I feel like I deserve an apology I under- If you don't give it to me I understand That that's what's gonna happen But You are still relaying the message That You felt that hurt That you need Excuse me. That you need an apology given mm-hmm. to you. So um, these are just like a few tips, you know. Um, and the most important one out of all, the most last two that I really want to go to is just about your tone and your inflections. It's not what you say; it's how you say it. <laughs> I am a firm believer in it's yeah. not what you say; it's how you say it. Yeah. I don't think people understand like that is it. Like that's all. Like I can say the rudest thing, but. How I say it Body language Inflection Like People be looking at me Like I'm totally stupid When I say hey Like You don't have to say it like that Like what Your inflections And body language Yeah That speaks louder Than what you were actually saying Yeah You know what I'm saying And like People don't be understanding that And they try mm-hmm. to act stupid Or slow Like 
You know what you did with your eyes. You know yeah. what you did with, the, with those yeah. with your neck. You know what I'm saying when you said what you said. Yeah. <laughs> that struck a nerve with me. Because yeah. I hate when people just don't understand that. Like you could say, "Excuse me, hey, excuse me, bummy, excuse me." Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, the last one that I think is important. It's a list of a bunch of ways to repair, but I believe that it says employ the five to one ratio. So for every negative comment, every negative post, every negative thought, there should be five positive comments, thoughts, posts, whatever, Mm -hmm. that you surround yourself with. Even if you make a post that says something a little negative, Mm -hmm. bring a but into it and say, but it didn't kill me. (laughs) You know, you have to find the positives in every situation, especially when you're communicating and saying, that was negative, but what? Let's talk about how what's important in this situation. Mm. You know, let's talk about the things that will get us to the next level, mm. not the one thing that got us to a, a bad place, but the five things that can get us from this bad place. And I think by doing that, it, it these are techniques that I will be practicing myself, um, especially with my mother. Me and my mother are yellers, <laughs> and we yell at each other a lot. And then three seconds later, after we're done, it's, you know, I love you, you know, but even still, that's something that me and her can practice with each other so that when we know each other, so we know we don't mean any harm by it, but other people don't know that, you know what I'm saying? Other people don't um, get that vibe. If I yell at them, they're, oh my God, I didn't know, I didn't know Nitty (laughs) could get that angry, you know, but you don't want people to ever see you in a, in a place like that, especially someone you're trying to communicate with. Someone you're trying to grow with. We want our relationships to stay healthy and have longevity because those are the most beautiful friendships, the most beautiful marriages, the most beautiful partnerships. You know, business relation it literally drives everything <laughs> to the next level yeah. on the up and up. You know, that staircase to success. Yeah. That picture <laughs> that everybody used with the arrows that go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what communication does when you yeah. When you do it properly. It's definitely an important part of life is communication. It um, is. And um, with that being said, I want to go into some more music for the ladies, you know, being National Women's Month. Um, trying to see. I'm going to play the song called Copano. No, called It's Fine by Copano. I'm sorry. She's a young lady who attended Whitney Young High School along with me you know i went there but she went there um years later so she has a beautiful voice that wasn't her voice that was rory's voice (laughs) sorry guys it was god's whisper by the way if anybody's wondering (laughs) what the song was on my playlist that was god's whisper but we're gonna play uh, capano's song it's fine right here on nitty knocker I just like being alone I'm not heartbroken The sun is my warmth And some days in the other hand Look the other way Is my hope, my love, and my faith Lay lampside as the lake pulls me away But Nothing wrong with writing slow songs. It's okay, and there's nothing wrong. 
with being by yourself sometimes, baby. I find comfort in me more than anyone else could ever see. It's okay. At the end of the day, you're by yourself, anyways. Let them live wild, run wild. Let the colors bleed from your fingertips and surround yourself with beautiful artisans. Hey, but there's nothing wrong with writing slow songs. It's okay, and there's nothing wrong with being by Nothing wrong with it's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with see it's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with a little self love and affection.
got a twenty thousand dollar jacuzzi. Got them see the shiny see they be buying me Gucci. Uh, drop the whole bill on my nail designs. Wonder who I'm gon' take home tonight. Business out town, I'm the queen now. Parties and gowns, wearing gold crowns for days. Set it on fire, make a scene, baby. Let these dumb boys know what it means. I got the keys to the icy Cadillac. 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 And in this, what you gonna do? Dropping hella guap on these Jimmy shoes. Hope you came to play the game, I win you lose. Sleeping on me, you know that's a federal crime. I hope you know what you're doing with tonight. Presents by town, I'm the queen now. Parties and gowns, wearing gold crowns, pretty. Set it on fun, make a scene, baby. Let these some boys know what it means. I got the keys to the icy Cadillac. I got the keys, keys, icy Cadillac. I got the keys to the icy Cadillac. I got the keys, keys, icy Cadillac. Killing this, what you gonna do? Killing this, what you gonna do, baby? Killing this, what you gonna do? Killing this, what you gonna do, baby? Round up your crew, it's a celebration. I be running these streets, I don't sweep the nation. Freak 'em, dress on, do the dirty one. Run it back, run it back, 'cause you're out of time. Round up your crew, it's a celebration. I be running these streets, I don't sweep the nation. Break 'em, dress on, do the dirty wine. Run it back, run it back, 'cause you're out of time. I got the keys to the icy Cadillac. I got the keys, keys, icy Cadillac. I got the keys to the icy Cadillac. I got the keys, keys, icy Cadillac. Killing this. What you gonna do? Killing this. What you gonna do, baby? Killing this. What you gonna do? Killing this. What you gonna do, baby? We are back, y'all. That is the show today. Today we played all women except that one. You know, tap out. It kind of just found its way into the collection. <laughs> I'ma make a tap out. But um, before we get into our ending, and those that last song, last two songs I played was "Down for Whatever" by Yomi and Emily Blue, and the last song was Ridley Victoria's "Flex" um, off of one of her more, more recent projects. You can find it on SoundCloud. But this week's quote is: "Communication must be hot. That's honest, open, and two way." Everybody likes everything to be hot nowadays. That's hot. That's hot. You look great. This is awesome. Make your communication the same way. Stay honest. Stay open. And stay two ways. You know, there are two ways in a busy street. So, you know, you got to look both ways and and realize that your way might get you hit by a unicorn going too fast on a scooter (laughs) or something like that. But. How can we keep in touch with you, Tamari? Um, I'm in life. <laughs> I like that. But, um, <laughs> but social media stuff. Um, Electra company. Well, Electra, like Carmen Electra. 
underscore company K U M P A N Y. And um yeah, we'll be on the Chicago Music Awards this Sunday. It'll be airing like next month sometime on live te- television, one of those networks. I'll find out later. And then um April twenty fourth will be the grand opening of my new venue, Powerhouse, um twenty eight thirty one North Broadway. The nice. upper level to Rinaldi's After Dark, but we'll be upstairs. A whole different venue, live music, DJs, all type of stuff will be going on. So keep looking on the lookout for that. We are know. definitely looking forward to that. And for the St. Louis crews that might be listening in or joining the waves, tomorrow is 314 Day, which was one of my favorite things to celebrate down there because they give away Red Hot Ripplets. <laughs> Free all day. You get free food, drinks, vibes. All of St. Louis celebrates this. You can find all types of specials down there. And if you're looking to drive down there, it's only a four and a half hour trip. You can go in one day and have a great time, meet some local artists. Are we and going? No, tomorrow's actually Justin Butler from Planarity, who's a part of the Bombay Boys' birthday. So we are celebrating. At the casino buffet, and then we're going to eat pizza pies and real pie in the evening. So if anybody's interested in that fun stuff, too, you know, just hit me up and we'll we'll make it make it a thing. How can we keep in touch with you, Brandon? Uh, you can find me on um, Twitter at uh, underscore damn can I live or, you know. I don't have time for <laughs> I like this, that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Here it comes, guy. Find me on uh, Instagram at uh, BA. Underscore Glover And I will be changing that This week for real For real this time Actually like Right now as we speak I will be Going into my settings And changing I don't I don't believe it (laughs) We'll see Next week when I'm posting flyers What's going on And you know that You are listening to Nitty's Knocker Broadcasting out of the Q4 Radio Studios We air every Tuesday 6.15 to 8.15pm Live on Q4 Radio Check out Q4.org to check out the radio shows that we do have, as well as all of the events that we have going on the event space. And you can also find out how you can be a part of this amazing community. We love our listeners. We love our outreach. And we are looking to expanding that as much as possible. So support the underground. Support. 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 Sound like Medea. Support your locals. And remember, anything that concerns music, ideas, good news, send it to me at nittiesknocker.com or via Instagram, Twitter, Facebook page. It's all the same. And, guys, I don't stress this enough. You guys are the reason why this show matters. So submit your ideas and your music and your content because that's how we keep it going. Unigang. Unigang, 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 Unigang. All and we day. Are and we are out. out. Until we talk to you guys next time, peace, love, and happiness. <laughs>